Geek Shock. Geek Shock. People, let me tell you about my best friend. He's a warm-hearted person who loves me till the end. People, let me tell you about my best friend. Yes. I, 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 bought, I like, saw the self-healing mat and I was like, God, I need to get that because... The plastic that I had over my desk, I concealed these little dings and slits, and I'm like, that ain't going to work. I bought like four or five things before I found out about the strike, and I was like, god damn it. <laughs> like, god, I guess I got to buy this too, son of a... <laughs> <laughs> it's like solidarity and all that, and I'm like, I just threw it out the window. I don't feel like I missed all that much, so it's uh, it, well, not like the easiest boycott i've ever for done for me it was like it was like houseware stuff that i need like uh i've been needing blackout curtains for my bedroom yeah and, i every and i was like oh okay this is 10 bucks now instead of 30 so and this is highly rated so i bought that and then i bought a couple other little, every time i've gone to prime day i'm like no 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 not interested no no what 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 <laughs> no <Yeah>. no <laughs> there's nothing there and the bastards they have a new kindle coming out mm-hmm. oh so you were like <gasps> Yeah, so that 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 was uh, I was willing to even give up that Kindle if they were having it on there for that boycott. But those bastards didn't release the Kindle until I think this week, something like that. So Prime Day, and then release our new technology. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've seen that pre-order. Blah blah blah. Get them soon to be released. And then I'll see Prime Day. Oh, you know what? On Prime Day, I'll go there and, oh, it gets released the day after Prime Day. Hey, okay. how do you like yeah. that? All right, it good. doesn't yeah. surprise me in the slightest. Yeah. So I'll wait till Black Friday. They well, were clearing out all their back inventory before they released the new Kindle. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> that's what was going inventory. on. I only brought three things. A self-healing mat, a pair of sunglasses, and a water pick. All very important for painting minis. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Geek yes. Shock number 497. I'm Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Zach, check dandy. And we're to talk Week in Geek. Whoa, what? whoa, whoa. That's fine. That's fine. What? You That's cut fine. That what? Off. You cut me off again. <laughs> no, you, uh, no, you, you wouldn't boycott Amazon, so you, you're oh, out. Okay. That's true. But <laughs> okay. neither did Jeff, so that holds over <laughs> the water. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Scab Matt. That's fine. You're selective. Select- I'm and I'm Scab Matt. <laughs> Selectively cutting people out. <laughs> Matt Bezos. <laughs> it, it might be I'm all jumpy because there's a few things that got announced this week. <laughs> a few? Something out there. It was good. a massive week. I it don't know. A- it was a really light week. No news, really. No. no. no not really. We I already mean, did that joke. Nothing. Man. Yeah. But we did it before the mi- the mics rolled. It was yeah. like, there was like Los Angeles Comic Con or something. I don't know. Uh, something like that. Yeah, Some, somewhere in Somehow. that SoCal area. Yeah, the Orange wow. County Comic Meetup. I don't know what. Some, something over there. San Bernardino <laughs> Mixer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Professor Biggs is screaming at his his podcast. Tijuana right Comic Con. <laughs> Tijuana <laughs> Comic Con. All Tijuana Bibles. The, the San Bernardino <laughs> Vampire LARP. Um. Hey Holmes, welcome to the uh, the Juarez booth. We got some cocaine here. We got our uh, we got our drugs over here. Got and a I'm gold sure. gun here. That's Man. a collector. That's a con exclusive gold gun right here. Ban in Mexico. In, in our defense, folks, he's Canadian. He's never met a Mexican. <laughs> and I'm sure there are some very fine people. <laughs> this is our very fine people booth. <laughs> Notice how we cut their uh, their necks right there, so their heads oh, are just the. Uh... Holy shit! Wow. I'm gonna change your name to Sicario, Matt. <laughs> oh my god! That 
Oh. Keep us away from I'd the. I want to uh, call dibs on that. That's keep cool. us away from the policia booth <laughs> over there. Sicario, and it's got a capital K instead uh. of a C. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at it right next to the CIA booth. We're best buddies. <laughs> all right. So before we get into all the big bullshit, what did you do this week, gentlemen? Geeky. Get, you can. Oh, geeky. I finally saw Spider Man. Nice. Spider Verse. No, no, no. Do you oh. have anything non-spoilery to add? I do not. How badly, did, how badly did the talk ruin it for you? Not really, because I kind of, I kind of figured out like there was something up with uh, Nick Fury. I was like, he's kind of weird, like, too friendly. There's something about that Mysterio yeah. guy. <laughs> well, I got to no, 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 feel no. he's not, not up and up. No, listen, I, I knew Mysterio's character before I saw the movie. I know he's a villain. Don't so spoil anything. I know. I won't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're still in not spoilers. Yeah, yeah. it's still too, too early. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, the movie's only Did been it? out a couple weeks. Oh, okay. So, what? I guess if that's all you have to say about that, what other geeky things you do? And that's yeah. all Wait. I got to say about that. Uh, I rescued a dog. You, you golden heart, you. It it was actually kind of weird. Oh, because, yeah? Because uh, um, <clears throat> late at night, mm-hmm. um, and I'm in the garage, and I'm slashing up cardboard. Cause like the the water, the water. Because he's dealing with one crisis and he needs another one. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. We we call you Crisis K. um, Andy, yeah, really spell that with a K. Uh, Andy had already started throwing wet cardboard boxes into the recycling can by the time I got downstairs when the water heater blew. Blah blah blah. Okay. So I was taking out boxes and slashing them up smaller. I actually got a big big box. I've had a couple of uh, traveling boxes, moving boxes, for decades. Oh. Every time I freaking move. Cardboard is always good after I, Just decades. in case. Dude, these boxes held together. They were good. And then those edges got wet, and that was it. It was amazing how fast it killed them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I reinforced this box, and I started throwing cardboard in there, slashing it up so it would pack nicer, so it would be bulk. Because we the the this, uh, the recycling can was overflowing and we still had cardboard, so I'm just finishing up slashing boxes. The garage door is open, and this this dog he looked like a I think he's a pit bull Labrador mix, big old goofy faced pale dog, just comes walking up the driveway with his tail wagging and a big old goofy, <laughs> and he just walks up to me. And starts rubbing on my knees and just, you know, he looks up at me and he's all smiles and he's really friendly. I mean, he's super friendly. I'm saying hi to him. Kit shows up and there was a tense moment of Kit. It was it was funny because there was actually the big box of cardboard. Okay. Me and the dog are on one side. Kit <laughs> pops out on the other and Kit is taking steps and he literally stops and freezes without looking at us. He's just like, oh. Fuck. <laughs> and the dog just like looks at him. So I gently put my arm around the dog's neck and then Kit turns around and the dog kind of like moves after him. He didn't growl. He didn't oh. lunge. Okay. I think the dog was just kind of curious, but Kit wasn't coming anywhere near the garage. Sure. So I'm like, well, hey, buddy, nice to meet you. I'm actually about finished here. And he just hung he didn't out. Care. And I just, I could not fucking kick his ass 
out of the garage it's and hot shut the in door. Vegas. It's hot. I, I wasn't here, so yeah. you know. So yeah, so that wasn't. Andy would have been like, "I'll get my gun." <laughs> yeah, <on>. exactly. <laughs> Andy, uh, so and I wasn't the, here to be the bad cop. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's how I see Andy. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, the dog was skinny, but I was just like, "What the hell?" And so. That led to a couple hours of like, what the fuck am I going to do? I don't want to kick this guy out. Uh, it, it, it's fucking 1030 at night. I assume I, there's no collar or tag or anything. No collar, no tag. Um, he looked skinny. He oh. was really saying You could count his ribs. Oh, no. His elbows were rubbed raw. Oh. So it was just like, and he was, and he was dirty. So it was just like, uh, I, I, oh, fucking Christ. You, so, you and that beautiful heart of yours. Oh, man. I felt, well, you know, I, I mentioned it before. I feel such guilt about Mau Mau because Mau Mau, I said no a couple years ago. And, and last year or earlier this winter, Mau Mau disappeared. So I, I just, you know, after Kit, I'm just like, I, I'm sick and tired of saying no because I've said no plenty of times. And I'm just tired of it. So I, yeah, it's I, not their fault either. It's like yeah, you know. So yeah, I they, they, I took him in. Um, unfortunately, They're, I don't know what the fuck he got into. Oh, but um, the following day in the afternoon, uh, about noon, eleven and noon, I take him to the uh, vets, the old vet my parents used to go to for their pets, and ask them to check for uh, a. Um, a chip they couldn't find. Well, no, they found a chip, oh. but they couldn't find a registration. Oh my! They were like, "Yeah, no, it says it's not registered. I don't get it." But he's got a chip, and I was like, "How does he look to you?" And she's like, oh, "He looks a little skinny, and those elbows. He's been out on the street for a while, I think." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And I'm driving home. Fortunately, I blanketed the back, because as I'm literally pulling up in the driveway, I hear. And I look over my shoulder, and he's thrown up. Oh. And that began the afternoon. Oh, and no. he was he just threw up all afternoon. Oh, for goodness sakes. And uh, he just would not stop. He would drink a lot of water, throw up again. I tried to feed him a little bit of rice a couple hours later. He threw that up. He... He was just miserable. Oh. Vernon came by to say hello and see him, and he uh, he just lay on the... Uh, he liked to sit on the ottoman, so I let him get up on the ottoman, um, and he just laid there, and he looked miserable. And for two nights, I basically stayed with him in, uh, in the TV room. I put up a barrier so that he and Kit could be separated. I also didn't want him uh, uh, near the carpet, and I'm glad I made that decision, because that would have been a joy to have to clean up. Cleaning up that tile was already just getting me nauseous and dizzy. And uh, it was funny, because eventually he got to where Kit would come by, and he would just look at Kit, and Kit would just walk past him. Kit would be all like, you know, looking at him. At one point, he actually got sick, and Kit actually appeared on the back of the couch, and he's like meowing, like he's all concerned. It was oh, I don't know what the hell I I'm I'm thinking I was projecting or something, Maybe, but it, but, but still, it looked it looked still. cute, you know. Andy was just like, mm, yeah, dog. Duncan was like, well, you know, not to be harsh, but this is not your problem. <laughs> Man, he, he is your son, isn't he? Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean. 
I think I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast or before or not, but I uh, got a weird relationship. I love animals; they're wonderful. But I, I grew up out in the country when people would take their animals out to the farm. They basically would drop their used animals out near us, so we ended up. I grew up with a succession of oh my. secondhand dying pets, so I'm really used to animals dying. Oh wow! And I'm just numb to it, and uh, I, but there I love them and all, but I'm just nope. Is that nope, why your gonna. brother went into uh, zookeeping? I don't know if that had anything to do with it because he was a lot younger at that point. He was six, he's six years younger than me, so he okay. probably doesn't remember that as well. Yeah, you know, but it might have left might a have, mark might have on him something. that yeah. he just doesn't remember. Well, the thing is, is I, I had a lot of animals when I was a kid, too. My mom used to breed Shih Tzus. Yeah. And every litter, puppies died. Oh, yeah. We, we raised and, Siamese cats, the same thing. Yeah, and it's just, I myself, I myself never got used. I think there was a point when I was like, I think I can, I can you know, be cold. And it's funny because there are a couple moments in my past, and they haunt me to this day. There's a story I could tell you about a dog in Kuwait that just, to this day, it breaks my heart. Um, but this poor guy was fucking miserable. But uh, he was sweet as hell. He was very friendly. He loved meeting everybody. Aww. You know, before he was throwing up, he liked, you know, kisses. He'd lick your hands and he'd just, you know, wag his tail and everything. Uh, then he got all low energy when he just got so relentlessly sick. Yeah, but when I met him, he was just a sick looking vomiting thing. So yeah. <laughs> Andy was not impressed. <laughs> so the, the next the Friday morning, I took him into I was looking at places to go. And animal uh, Henderson Animal Care and Control is actually partly partly a, a city of Henderson and partly volunteer. Um, it does cooperate with animal control. It's not listed as a no-kill shelter, but uh, last year it had a 91% save rate. Wow. And and to to qualify as no-kill, you need to hit 90. So it's actually there. They take good care of the animals, Sounds and it's like Henderson. It. They literally, they literally. <laughs> that, that's a local joke. Local joke. Uh, they that literally. It's fading. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. is yeah. yeah. Yes, they, it, it is. they literally ask for your ID, and they literally check your residency. So, um, and this house, at, at, uh, I think Russell. Right on the border. Russell is right on the border. So we just made it. So I brought him in, and they're like, uh, I've, I've got a stray, and they're like, oh, okay. The one girl comes out to see him, and I kind of, I kind of grab him. And she's like, "Oh, is is he uh, is he friendly?" And I'm like, uh, and then I lost it because I just was feeling so bad about the whole situation and everything. And uh, I finally told him, "No, he's a stray." And she's like, "Oh, how long have you been caring for him?" And I'm like, two days." She didn't call me a pussy or anything. That was nice. Um, but sure. Then then they checked the. The, the chip and they got all the information they said oh. yeah we got the, uh, the the owner's name the cross street the cross streets are right on the street i think he's owned by some of the people that are in the the trailers in the prefabricated housing oh, okay. right there along patrick oh and that that might explain his condition a bit because those big yards i'm willing to bet a few of those people have outdoor dogs sure and i i bet that he he generally doesn't come inside but i don't know for sure but I explained that he wasn't feeling well. I pointed out how skinny he was. I mean, dude, 
his ribs it, it oh my christ he was and after he got sick he just got he looked worse sure. but he had energy going into the shelter and you know they took him away i haven't followed up on him to see what happened yet but they said they were letting the owner know on the information they got from the chip when i left okay. so you know i was let us know if if it's good news yeah yeah <laughs> his uh, his name is apparently hercules Oh, oh, there's the geeky um, connection. I was wondering where the geeky yeah, there, connection was. Kind of, yeah. Hercules, 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 Hercules. Yeah, I. Uh, it was funny because I was starting to call him Buddy. Because stop re- naming them. Because he. Uh, <laughs> that's, I know that's it's, the first step, isn't it, Andy? Know, it, when, it is. It, when I when I called him Andy, it was it was <laughs> all over. It was just yep. eh, shit. And then um, next thing you know, he's in your house. Yeah. And end up with a goddamn pet scorpion at this rate. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, named Philip. Yeah. But so <laughs> there was that. Stop naming him. There was that. Uh, Kit was curious, and I think one of the two good things he is came, a cat came out of this. <sighs> Damn, funny. Come on, that no, wasn't that funny. It was great. Kit's all like, "Wait, I'm not unique. Oh, You'll man. take in any stray. Jeez. God damn it! Damn it!" But uh, Kit seems to respond kind of responded well to a dog in the house, which is a good thing if I want to get a dog in the future. And right. this this guy was also a pit bull something mix. A lot so, of pit Yeah, yeah. So so it uh, <laughs> so it it almost getting nose there. You know that gave me some idea far. of what to expect from like that kind of mix and stuff. So yeah. that's something in the future anyway. But uh, but yeah, I was just man. You know, I was almost done. Ten minutes and he would have wandered around the cul-de-sac with nowhere to go yeah it just would have and i fell behind on work after i was done cutting the car cardboard i was health i was going to come into the house literally and start or rather continue a project i was working on for barry and everything just got shot to shit for the next couple of days uh, on top if of it, you sacrificed physically, emotionally. I did. It uh, and uh, you got so tired, you screwed up game night. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you're angry. A little yeah. bit, a little bit. Oh, he was pissed. Got the root of the problem right He's here. Pissed. <laughs> Saturday, I come downstairs and I'm all like, "Oh fuck, I'm so tired," and I just don't. And Andy's like studiously cleaning up the game table and putting shit away, and I'm like, "Well, you got a project?" And he's like, "No, we got games in like 20 minutes," and I'm like, "That's tomorrow." <laughs> Pause. Da, da, da. I can't play tomorrow. Tomorrow, I had a broke. meeting at the Vegas Valley Comic Book Festival. Pimping your guy's ass again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I want to know when we're going to get called as a panel of experts. That's what I want to know. Well, X being an unknown quantity yeah. and the spurt <laughs> being a drip under pressure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> a drip under pressure. And so, oh my God, I'm under so much pressure. I'm going, wow. I'll, I'll let them know you're available for panels. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, set up a panel just for Jeff. Yeah, I'd watch that. And, yeah. just, and you know what? Just call it Ask Jeff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, can ask, they can ask one question, they have 40 minutes. Yeah, that'll be the title of the panel. Long story short. So choose your questions wisely. Questions. Question. Uh, 
<laughs> you know what? I think we're going to have to have some special intro music for this week's drama with Commander K. Oh, God. We're going to have to tell us a dead dog song. Oh, oh God. Pet Cemetery theme. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one about the, the, the dog drowning? God, what the hell was that one? What? What are you talking oh, about? Oh, you're trying to outdo me now? No, there's you're... a song about a dog drowning. Oh, my. Uh, Keep going. I, 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 good, good luck. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, and he's I on it, guys. There you go. I maybe, maybe, can't wait to not hear this. Maybe mm. there's a, um, a metal version of Cats in the Cradle. Ooh, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so what... Geeky things you do this week, gentlemen. Oh, I rescue. No. Oh, you're gonna talk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Holy gonna hog- shit! I know what t- song you're talking about. It's it. The song itself is named after, after the, the dog. dog. Yes. And it, and, it, and it's kind of really whiny sounding. Yeah. And, and it has a really high pitch. Shannon. Shannon. Shannon, Shannon is going yes. across. God damn it! Okay. <laughs> we were talking earlier about how I love cheesy. Really white, kind of awful seventies music. Uh, I still don't DK. like that one. That one, that one's a real. Shannon is awful. That's a real wrist slasher. God yeah. damn it! That isn't that guy. Is that his only hit? I think so. It's yeah. his only hit. It's one hit wonder about a dying dog. Yes. God I, damn it! And yes, that is what you heard at the beginning of this show. <laughs> Just so you know, is there something wrong, Jeff? Because nothing says Comic Con like Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you brought it up, Andy. God. <laughs> uh, geeky things, guys. Uh, I went out and played some DC deck building in you, California. You do that every week. Yeah, well, I did. It was hard to do this. Like I'm packing, getting ready to go to uh, my dad's house in Iowa, and so uh, I squeezed in one trip to California, um, barely, because I I had three days, but I had to cut it short because I got a gig. So I had right. two days. Wait, and your then, dad's in Iowa now? No, I'm going to do the Iowa. <clears throat> yeah, I know. It, uh, Iowa afterwards. Oh, dad's house and Iowa. Yeah. And Iowa. Okay, because it sounded in like Iowa. you said dad's house in Iowa, no, and it, I was like, wait, yes, it what? <laughs> it was I a speak horrible Andy, earthquake. So oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but, and then one of those days got hijacked by uh, something else. So, basically, I was out there. I went out to California <laughs> to like, play one game of DC deck building. And Wow. <laughs> that was the intent. Uh, what's what happened? I mean, oh, I was, okay. I was playing as playing that out there but, best laid uh, plans right yeah yeah exactly and then i was racing how much for gas yeah exactly uh <laughs> did you bring back stinky cars it was basically i was trying to connect up with some friends who uh back to the dying whose uh, parents are not doing well so i wanted uh, to check with them and see how they're doing and see it's not just Shannon me has gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was that was a real intent but then you know the idea was to poison you're like hey deck guys guess what i brought dc deck building game <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he goes to the hospital. Hey, you're gonna love this game. It's called yeah. Gloom. Yeah. <laughs> Without the Haven. Yeah, I get to I got to play the uh, the uh, my favorite game, uh, uh, race the race the, uh, the the Garmin, where you you the Garmin tells you it's gonna take you four and a half hours to get somewhere, and then you're like, oh no, four twenty nine. Oh no no, four twenty eight. Just keep keeping just above the speed limit so you can shave those minutes off. That sounds like great. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I actually barely made it back Very in time geeky. for the game. And then you, ma- and then you pull a traffic. big stop to pee and you throw it all out the window. I right? actually, I stopped in uh, San Dimas. Ah, I nice. stopped in San Dimas because the traffic was just 
was driving me nuts, and I played a couple of games of pinball, and I got myself way off schedule. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of San Dimas, oh my god, that's yeah. awesome! The 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 little clip of the the set um, shooting that was on Entertainment Tonight. I There's a shooting it. at the set. <laughs> pew, pew 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 pew. Wow! <laughs> Jeff had to pull a neutral over his face with his hand. He had to reset himself. Reset after the shooting. Bill and Ted. It's called caulking. Three started shooting. Oh. Entertainment tonight had a short clip of the two of them okay. performing. It was only like a like a thirty second clip, but it just it was yeah, them actually going and working that's on the film. So the film seconds, is underway. That's a solid clip. That's it's it's underway. That's well, a sound bite. Yay! Yeah. I don't think. Did you do anything? Because I think we're all busy. I think we should. I, th- I think it was. You know oh, you know. I watched a wow. shitload of uh, Apollo and yeah. Comic Con oh, okay. videos because, yeah. Okay, fine. Before we start the coverage, though, there is one geeky thing I did discover this week. <laughs> um, and what would that be, Todd? Caddyshack Two is not a great movie. No, it is. No, it is <laughs> not. No, I just want to lay that. That down is a bold st- statement, my straight friend. Straight out. All right. Yep. But Caddyshack Two has the coolest golf course ever committed to celluloid. When Jackie's Wacky Golf gets revealed that the country club has been turned into a you stand on the miniature golf course and everything is huge in front of you. uh, Is this an an allusion to a new TV series that just hit? Yes. Okay, because I've been watching that too. My God. So if you know Caddyshack 2 and that Jackie's Wacky Golf. Yeah. And you love... That golf course that now exists as a television show. Yep. Holy moly. Holy moly. moly. Yeah. Holy shit. That is a fun. I want to play that goddamn course. I know it only exists on television, but damn. Does what is it? Is a show? It's it's. What's it called? It is called, called Holy, Holy Moly. Holy Moly. Okay. <laughs> it is competition miniature golf. Yep. Oh, so it's a game show? It's not like a sitcom? Yes, it's yeah. ABC. I thought it was like a sitcom based taking place on a miniature golf course. One of the color commentators is Rob Riggle. Who is awesome, by the way. Yes. And what a fun show. It's ridiculously fun. It's it's so fun. Uh, they, they have some of the craziest holes, too. Like One of them, they go through like the uh, the big Dutch windmill. But everybody times it wrong, and they get knocked off by the blades into like this little fake garden on the side. There's a physical component to every yeah. hole in some way, which you might end up in the That's water what she said. or ripping open your knee as you're sliding down yes. the lubricated uh, mountain slide. The That's of, what yeah. she said. <laughs> you like that pause after lubricated? <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. She ripped her. Well, she slid onto the uh, the artificial turf and it just sl- kept sliding. I was like, "Ooh, there's some there's some rug burn." And, and she, sure enough, and she played and she bled and yep. she was awesome. So check out Holy Moly. It's nice. worthwhile. It's fun. Really, yeah. really fun. I don't have regular cable, so I can't. It's it's on ABC. It's it's regular TV. <clears throat> yeah, you, you don't need a you don't need cable to watch it. You don't even need oh, to stream it. <laughs> don't you have an antenna? Can't you watch? No, I don't actually. Over the air? No, I Come don't. Come on. I don't have an it's antenna. It's free. Dude. Over the air dude, is free. If they had an antenna, <laughs> you know it would be him standing by the TV with Paulette going, no, to the left. No, your left. My left. No, stay there. Perfect. And he just stands there. 
holding she, some tinfoil. And she gets to watch some furry Doctor Who. Yeah. Over the air, it's free, huh, Jeff? Furry it's free. Doctor Who. Over the air is free. <laughs> Speaking of furries, can can somebody explain to me all the... I mean, it, I don't love it, but mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of stunned now at the, the sheer amount of cats' hatred. There is a lot of cats' hatred out there. Yeah. Here's what I think's going on. Because... They look weird. They do look a little weird. Well, no, I'm not... But, but the thing is... The musical in general. This, we're talking about the preview that they released, the right. trailer for the upcoming Cats that's where the movie. Yeah, that's where the hatred's coming from, not well, the musical. Well, no, no, no. No, no, no it's no, hatred no, for the do, musical, do, people, too. People, everybody, everybody... Uh, uh, sorry, Todd, Get as, as you're about yeah. to break this down, no, no, but no, everybody so prefaces their hatred of the trailer with, I hate Cats the musical in general. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go into hating the trailer. There are people and, that like it, but it well, is. It is. My it is, mom loved it. it I, is li- the, I heard that soundtrack album all the time. It is home. the Nickelback of music. I, I guess mean, so. Of, of musicals. Of musicals. Uh, I mean, did, did you actually see it though? I've never no. seen it. Yeah, if I, saw, I see I it, the, it's gonna be the movie. I think I saw it in the late '80s. I remember going to see it. Are you sure that Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat's not the Nickelback of musicals? I would see. I don't know Nickelback well enough to know. If <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Joseph and the Music Dream Coat. <laughs> it's a show. It's a kid show with two good songs. Um, but going back to Cats, Cats was something that struck at a particular time in the eighties. Yes, it the was. 80s. A, it was a very eighties thing. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Don't a, blame me for that yeah, one. I, 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 they they took. He took a poem of. A book old possum's book of practical cats. Yes. Speaking of cats, a, I got a book, cat hair all over my microphone. A book of cat poetry, and turned it into a musical, and tr- and didn't even make a story out of it. It's just stuff. You, t- you told us the story. Yeah, I did. The, the, the whole yeah. thing takes place in an alleyway, didn't it? Not? it something like that. Kinda. Yeah, I remember. Floating tire. Yeah. Uh, but. Cats was the best-selling musical of its time. One of the most popular, yep. one of the longest-running musicals ever. Ever. Forty years. Gee. Forty years. But there's kind of an '80s vibe. What? Sorry, the- how many years? Sorry, forty. Forty <laughs> years, Matt. <laughs> I meant it was thirty. Was it? it was thirty? It's a couple decades. <laughs> would, was, would you believe fifteen? It was twelve. Cat, cats in Oklahoma at the same time, and cats ran away with it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma, where the, no, sorry, I'm not not gonna do it. No, okay. Cats is weird. Twister yeah. there, yeah, huh? and it's from a, some Twister there, and Maria? it's from yeah. a couple of previous generations. Yeah. So to throw it to the younger generations and say, here, this is what Cats is, is completely fucking bonkers. Mm. Yeah, and it's like an '80s vibe to the costumes for the musical. They kind of have leggings. They've kind of got the big hair. And in the preview I saw, that's mostly missing. They're all very shaved and smooth looking and oh, yeah. weird. I don't know, man. That's there's anyways some, now. You there's gotta shave all of the cats. Shave the hair. Shave the pussy. Yep. Yep. Then you gotta be bald. Man oh man. There's some action Rub going tug, on. Tug there. Or is a Brazilian cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's just I'm I'm saying if you're a fury a fury. A fury, uh, a fury, furry. If you're a fury, if you're fu- a furious, <coughs> a furious furry, <laughs> a fury for furries. You're gonna, yeah. Hey, there's yeah. a geeky thing. I watched uh, Mystery Men. Oh, you just derailed the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. There you go. That's what go I do. Go ahead. That's what I do. So I'm gonna I've watch got my pillow back. I'm gonna watch Cats. 
I'm okay. not. As a musical fan. I'm not either. As a, a fan <laughs> of the music um, and to see what the hell they're doing with it. Yeah. All right, I was just, how they're going to sell this at, in any kind of act structure. I was just curious because it's just, I mean, I'm not a musical person. So basically, you take those statements, remove the word cats, and put in musical, and you've got my statement. So, <laughs> but it's just like for cats in particular, because to me, the absurdity of musicals, that cats fits it perfectly. That was some of the it's lunacy of the, of the 80s. Cats, Starlight Express. Oh, for <laughs> fucking Christ's sake. Let's talk Starlight Express. Yeah, I My mean, ex yeah. worked for it, worked on it. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it, you know, I mean, the 80s came out with some fucking lunacy. Vegas got Starlight Express yes, for we did. years. Yeah, yeah we did. Was it the Las, Las I remember, Vegas Hilton? I remember yes, as, I a, as, a, as the Lion working they, with, uh, with skaters from the Express and a lot of promo stuff. They tore down the Elvis stage to build that stage. Yes. Yeah. They tore down an iconic yeah, stage to build that. Build the Borg skating, Roller Disco. Yes. Yeah. That's a great way of describing it. Yeah. The weird thing about Starlight Express is it's never been the same musical. Oh? The Starlight Express musical has, I think, two soundtracks, the original and then the revamp. But Starlight Express has been performed professionally ongoing all this time. It's still playing in Germany where it's still a hit and has been for decades. Ah, the train. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And every time they do a new Starlight Express, they change it. They get rid of songs. They add songs. It has never been professionally the same musical twice as far as iterations. Like, wow. if you go to see Phantom of the Opera, you're going to see Phantom of the Opera. You're going to get all the songs. They're not going to pull out some songs and add some new ones every time they do a new touring production. But they have for Starlight every single time. Crazy. Wow. That, and just <clears throat> Oh, uh, sorry. Side note. We mm -hmm. got an appearance from Kit, and that, re that reminded me. Why is Kit wearing roller skates? No. But the musical is about a train race and everyone's on roller skates. Yeah. Madness. <clears throat> okay, right. So and they got. It includes the line oil is the tool of the diesel. Yes. Yeah. And freight is great. But. Um, that is um, just genius writing. I, yeah. was, I was 30 seconds away from taking the dog to Henderson Animal Care. 30 seconds. I literally put my keys and my wallet in my pocket and was about to loop the. Uh, a little temporary leash around the dog's neck to take him out to the car and andy goes there's pink on kit and i'm like what and he's like there's something pink on kit and he brings kit over and kit's <laughs> kit, kit always kit. threatens matt and jeff I, I love cats and kit just stays away from me oh these God. two gets all the love but uh kit doesn't bother me but Matt's like allergic, so <laughs> Kit Kit loves to hang out right next to him. It's oh like I know and you he don't like me. His tail and his face. It's the same He's like, thing. Here, with, have some dander. It's same thing with Lewis. <laughs> it is so funny with Lewis when Lewis sits down on the couch and Kit will get right up behind him, and then his tail is like <laughs> bath biff right in Lewis's face. But anyway, he brings Kit over to me, and Kit. It looks like somebody poured Pepto oh, all over his belly, what? and he's got yellow on his 
chest. Throat and chest, yeah. We're, we're pretty... Andy's like, this is paint. And I'm like, it doesn't seem like paint. But then we got to thinking, and I, I think Kit went out that morning and he lay down on some bit of sidewalk that they'd sprayed, you know, when they spray, oh. the when they mark for dig here, yes. don't dig. I think he laid right on that. Oh, no. And his stomach was like fucking slathered. It wasn't even like it was on the tips of the hair. And I'm like... And I've already had an anxiety-ridden two days, and I'm like looking at Kit, and I'm looking at the dog, and I'm like, huh? And 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 uh, I call the animal hospital, and they're like, yeah, we we do we do kitty cat showers, we can do oh paint, yeah, we got shampoo just for that, and and I'm just like, okay, so when 10:30, okay, that's an hour and a half, I have to, and Andy's like, I'll take him in, and so. Andy took him in while I took the dog to the animal care. Kit actually came back kind of feeling soft and silky and smelling good. He was clean and everything. But uh, it was just he like... He does not like car rides. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, vocal. Put him, in the, put him in the cat cage and just put him in the car and... Yeah, he, he's not excited. He's not excited. So uh, I, I'm sorry. I wanted to throw that back in. No, because, that's all right. Because it's like that's that's what that that's what this week has been. It started with the fucking water heater, and then it's like Kit's got something pink on him. It's like what the <laughs> flying fuck? Uh, Andy, you're making me sound like the bad guy. I just happen to notice <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Get rid of the shoot the dog in the back, and Kit's got something pink on him. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't say that, even though you woke me up to tell me about the damn dog. I did. <laughs> I did. At eleven o'clock, I call. It's it's eleven. Now, come on, folks, agree with me. Andy's never asleep at eleven. And 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 the I'm phone. Visiting people to go to bed at ten o'clock. The, the phone in L.A. rings and and I go yeah uh, hello and I'm like dude did I wake you up yeah what is it there's there's this fucking dog that walked up to me in the garage and he's <laughs> just boy you could <sighs> sense the sheer unimpressed <laughs> right over the phone line. My, my gun's upstairs. Just two bullets. <laughs> just do it. God, I'm going back to bed. Just Bye. put a pillow over him. And, and not my joke pillow. That one's for me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Andy, um, whistle a jaunty tune. Whistle a jaunty. Whistle a jaunty tune. You've been listening to the courtship of Commander's Drama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wouldn't you like to be my best friend? <laughs> Uh, Don't damn. make me change Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Warm-hearted person who loved you to the end. Uh, Bill Bixby before Hulk. <laughs> and cancer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> God almighty. That was a big gamma pillow you just... We need an icon of Andy like in a hooded cloak holding a scythe. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! The Grim Reaper of jokes. <laughs> oh, that's all the time we have. What's your Grim Reaper of jokes? <laughs> Write to us comments at uglycouchshow. No, we'll do some news. Oh, God damn boy. it! News. God damn it! That's a new segment. <laughs> news. God damn it! Because goodness knows there's so much about this week I want to talk about. Uh, but first, uh, I will shout out little uh, uh, banana splat uh, to Michael Martin. Congratulations. Coming to biology teacher, 
shaping young Woo-hoo. monkey minds. Congratulations, mm-hmm. pal. Science. Science. Oh, hey. Um, Carissa. Um, Darty. Darty. Thank you. Yeah. Good. We, we got Darty. a pronunciation guide, so it's. Yeah, Doherty. Party with a D. Darty. Doherty with a D, yeah. Yeah, you, party with a D, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sean, feel free to fly out here, man, and kick his ass. It's no problem. You'll have help. I'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> but but what, 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 the reason I'm bringing this up is the kid's name, Meredith. When I first read it, I was like, Mary Death. And I'm like, oh, that's such a great geek shock monkey name. Mary Death. Mary Death. Just Mary Death. That's a comic book name. That is yeah. just awesome. Somebody out there has to sire a boy and call him Murder Boner. <laughs> and 20 years from now, we have to introduce those two. Oh, and arrange geek shock marriage. Get a geek shock marriage because that is just made in heaven. Mary Death. If made I ever hell. meet her, I am calling her Mary Death. <laughs> it's just awesome. I loved it. Congratulations again, yeah. guys. Yeah. But um, hey, and did you yeah. see along uh, with Banana Splats, uh, Corey Owens and Jeff Harris have actually played pickleball, and we're defending pickleball. I, I saw the attempt. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It wasn't much of an attempt <laughs> to defend. <laughs> Yeah, isn't that sort of like Trump defending his shit? It's just no. Let's just not even equating pickleball with racism. <laughs> well, oh well. yeah, yeah, sure. You you just stand right up. <laughs> well, there's, there's just so much positive by, from this is, week. Can we like just focus on that for for once? So. To be fair, it is played by a lot of grandpas. Yes. <laughs> Which segues nicely into news you don't give a shit about. Yeah! What? Wait a minute. Don't give a shit about. On this week of all weeks? I know. Right? Yeah. There, there's sense. some stuff from Khan that I didn't give a shit about, but. But sure. that's you, Jeffrey. Yeah. And, and the, most, most of the majority of, I yeah, like. Yeah, but, but most of that stuff's okay. Yeah. There's nothing that was like, oh my God, what a horrible thing. Yeah. Uh, except except for this thing. Oh. Uh, oh, it's, this is not from Khan. This just happened to happen around the same week. Okay. A sculpture from artist Ian Anthony Lang depicting Spider-Man's hands in Lincoln, Nebraska oh, this. Yeah. is causing some unexpected commotion. The work in question depicts the wall crawler's hands in their iconic web shooter gesture. According to the Lincoln Journal Star, this has drawn ire from a local resident who in an email to the Lincoln City Council called this uh, sculpture a hate crime against the church, unquote. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's a sculpture of two hands open, painted red and black, and formed into devil horns. This is anti-Christian and demonic and completely inappropriate and offensive, the email read. The work appears to be part of the city's public art project, Serving Hands Lincoln, which features a number of hand sculptures in various locations to commemorate the 50th anniversary of a local nonprofit campus life. Should make another one. Middle finger. It's like <laughs> I would put the middle finger in that fucker's front lawn. Well, it's, uh, like, it's like, here's here's your sign, dude. Here's your sign. Wow. That, 
Thank you. Uh, City <laughs> City Ombudsman uh, Lynn Quensner, along with Campus Life Executive Director Matt Schulte, both emailed the concerned party, ensuring them that the work depicts New York's most neurotic superhero and not the devil. Quote, the sculpture is most definitely not devil-related. Sculpture, shoots response, read, it clearly has very playful childlike intent, unquote. But the controversy didn't end there. The, the person replied back, insisting that the sculpture clearly depicts black and red hands making the sign of devil horns. I'm not alone. I write this after a discussion with several people who also see what I see and had no notion of it portraying Spider-Man. Doesn't he wear red and blue? His nemesis, Venom, wears black and red. The email continued. Venom has no red. Uh, it then ended with the suggestion that the sculpture would be better served, quote, in a lonely ditch somewhere in front of an empty lot, unquote. And while the response also clarifies that this person only knows the character as portrayed in the movies, it seems they weren't paying attention to all those dozens of scenes he spent web-slinging in the ten or so times he's appeared on the screen in the last 17 years. While they appear vaguely familiar with Venom, it seems they might be confusing his costume with Carnage's, or yeah. or possibly Miles Morales, but somehow I doubt that. Anyway, probably not. The whole thing seems unlikely to impact the location of the artwork itself, which will be on display with the rest of Serving Hands Lincoln Project until October twenty first. You know what? You know what? He should make a Carnage sculpture. <laughs> I I don't that even. That guy's a maniac. I don't even know where to start with that one because. That idiot doesn't even know the origin of that sign that as he's trying to apply it to the sculpture. You know, calling it the devil horns is like the it's the Maloik was supposed to be a defense against evil. So Yes, but it has something tangentially to do with witchcraft, therefore yes, devil Exactly. Clearly, so, uh, she is clearly uninformed as a doesn't even know the origin of what he's trying to say it is. Worst Let Christian alone, ever. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I realize this story boils down to dumb guy writes even dumber email. Yeah, but it was geeky and it amused me, so I had to include it. Ronnie James Dio is rolling over in his grave, going, <laughs> "Why do people not get what I tried to do?" And so is Venom, apparently, because yeah. she's like, "Where did I get involved in all yeah. this?" Venom's like, oh, "What? When did I get red in my costume?" So that brings us to Weekend Geek Yay! Uh-oh, Andy's happy. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, something's going to die. Someone's <laughs> getting a blowjob. Uh, first, the quick one-off. Uh, uh, me. <laughs> uh, too late. Too late, sir. Too late. He, he preemptively struck himself. <laughs> That's right. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I got my hand ready. Wow, I just smacked myself, so you can't smack me, Andy. Ha, ha, ha. Matt, I'm so glad you embraced this part of your character. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> Not true, but uh, fuck face over here. We can we can make it part of our, of our live appearances. No, no, no. I don't want to know how we're going to do that. that. He's looking at his character sheet. Part of like, his live appearances I... is not getting blowjobs? Is that part of all of our live appearances? <laughs> yeah, or really. but something going on beneath the table I didn't know about. <laughs> He sits down, looks at his character sheet. He's like, when did I agree to this character trait? Yeah, right. <laughs> I hate that table. I just hate it. I always roll bad on it. What is this, GURPS? <laughs> <laughs> 
Avengers Endgame has broken the ultimate box office record, dethroned James Cameron's Avatar at $2.7897 billion as the highest grossing film of all time with $2.7892 billion globally. Uh, Question, was Avatar re-released? Uh, it was at yeah. one point. Yeah, yes. it, was, okay. it had two uh, releases. However, Avatar will probably return to the theater before Avatar Two comes out. Just to just to bring that up, and and I think that Io Nine put it best uh, when they their headline read: "Film from studio acquired by Walt Disney finally beats film from studio acquired by Walt Disney." Yep. <laughs> so that's that. Wow. And not to mention, Avengers is still playing, so still. Still adding to adding up. There you go. At four decimal places to beat it. That, that's what kills me. Two point seven eight nine two to two point seven eight nine seven. That's yeah, that's, crazy. that's by how much? All right, here we go. Here we go. The, all right, all right. First off, the most important news of the week. Uh, the man in the high castle creator, Frank Spotnitz, is developing a Warhammer 40K yes, TV show. Yes. <laughs> yes, I saw this. Wait, was wasn't this supposed to be a news you don't give a shit about? Called Eisenhorn. How dare you? <laughs> How I dare you? I dare. <laughs> Heretic. Call in the Inquisition. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Where's your you Vox caster? Inquisition. <laughs> what a <laughs> day. <laughs> I want to see that one. The Inquisition. <clears throat> Let's begin. Oh, my God. The show is called Eisenhorn. As a big budget epic sci-fi fantasy through his big light production studio company. Now no streaming platform or network has yet been attached to the project. Uh, set in the universe of Warhammer 40K's miniatures, games, and books, the new show reportedly will focus on Inquisitor Gregor Eisenhorn, who leads a team of investigators on an episodic mission to thwart the monstrous schemes of aliens, heretics, and demons before mankind's doom is sealed. Unquote. It is the Inquisition. All what in the, a show. All in the hidden background of an epic universal war. The series reportedly will take its inspiration from author Dan Abnett's Eisenhorn trilogy of novels, which started in 2001 with Xenos, followed by Malleus and Hereticus. 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 The, the, the project. <laughs> Harry Tickus. <laughs> Hi, I'm Harry Tickus. It's, it's a friend of Mary Attorney Death. at law. A friend of oh, you used cars. It's a friend of Mary Death. You do both. Yeah. <laughs> Attorney and used car salesman. There you go. The project. Project is being developed in cooperation with Games Workshop, which publishes the games in the Warhammer 40K universe. No early word on casting or premiere date, but. The dude that's in charge of the man in the high castle yeah, is doing it. If that sentence did not exist, it probably would be a news you don't give a shit about. Because, How dare you? Because so far, <laughs> How dare you? They've, so far, when it comes to things they've released for story entertainment that isn't novels and audiobooks, uh-huh. it's been pretty crap. Yeah. So I'm excited. Some of the games are all right, but uh, computer games. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah, the, I'm excited about this. Yeah. This is going to be great. So I'm so excited. I've actually started reading the Eisenhorn. <sighs> well, this is not 50 books in like the Horus Heresy. This is true. So this is true. There's I, an end in sight. So far, I only plan on reading the first book, Xenos, before continuing on with something else. But Damn, I'm a bad X-File because I was like, why do I know that name? Frank Spotnitz. Frank, oh, it's X-Files. Yeah, he also did <laughs> X-Files. Yes. yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so like, the dude has a track record. Oh, yeah. My God. 
You gonna watch it, Kay? Uh, well, yeah. If it if it, depends it, on what streaming service. Yeah, exactly. Is on. If uh, <laughs> if I'm getting the streaming service, well, if we're with doing, with the man in the high castle aspect, maybe it's, it's Amazon. Maybe, yeah. Or prime we can video. have viewing parties at Matt's house. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> or Jeff's house. Or Jeff's house if <laughs> it goes know, to CBS All Access. Yeah, CBS All Access. There I don't have go. it anymore. There you go. So, but yeah. Um. So Eisenhorn. You guys have read the books. Uh, nope. I'm starting to read them. Oh, <sighs> I've skimmed over them. You've skimmed over them? Because Scully... I Sco- I'm not... Yeah. Don't... Yeah. Scully insists Michael Shannon be an awesome Eisenhorn. I was wondering what you guys thought of that. I, I agree with the statement uh-huh. wholeheartedly. <laughs> uh, but when I'm reading the books, I can't remember his name. Jeff, you're going to help me on this. Okay. Uh He's the bad guy in the main bad guy in RoboCop, and was also in V: The Final Battle. Which RoboCop? The first one. Oh, are you talking the guy that played Clarence Bodiger? Yeah, uh, from '70s show. Dumbass. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I think he would think make he would make a good. I Eisenhorn? think he'd, he'd make a really interesting Eisenhorn. So you're saying Michael Shannon is gone away? Yeah, wow, here it is. <laughs> wow, how Man. how were you just itching? Like were you just waiting? Like the beads, oh, yeah. of, the beads of sweat. Okay, he's biding right. his time. So <laughs> I want the Andy Cam where he's just sitting there sweating before he unleashes a joke. <laughs> kind of gets the shakes as he's ready to burst. <laughs> All right then, I'm excited. All right. All right, fine. We'll move on to other Comic-Con news. Mar- uh, th- this thing. Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4 had a huge reveal. At- yeah. God, they're so, they're so over. They're so done. Yeah. All right, fine. Here's a rundown of the I, announcements. I tried very hard not to listen to this stuff. To, to, to listen, so I wanted to be surprised on the show. Oh, wait. You haven't, you've not been staying away from this but stuff. trying to. Some stuff's I, I only through. have three sentences about this. Oh, yes. <laughs> 14 <laughs> projects over the next two years, something like that. It's Something ridiculous. Like and I'm only interested in one of them. Only one? Yeah. So now, do you have the list? The okay. Ten Rings. Yeah, the Ten Rings. Okay. Let's it's, hear the list. All right, here's the real a, Mandarin. Uh, we've Shang-Chi known, or whatever the hell it is. We've known about the Falcon and Shang-Chi. the Winter Soldier coming to Disney Plus streaming service. <laughs> right. Both uh, Mackie and Stan were on hand for the panel, which also revealed via video message that the villainous Helmet Zero from Captain America Civil War will return and will once again be played by Daniel Bruhl. Helmet Zemo. That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> Helmet Zero. Did I say zero? Yeah, you yeah. did. Helmet, Helmet Zero. Helmet, Helmet zero. with a zero on it. <laughs> it's Dark Helmet. Helmet it's the son zero. of Dark Helmet. Oh, that's great. Hel- yes, Helmet Zemo. You will wow. be a negative integer when I am done with you. <laughs> Math jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, odds. <laughs> the series arrives on Disney Plus this Don't fall 2020. Said. Uh, Jeremy Renner made a brief appearance in Hall H to confirm he will reprise his role as Clint Barton in Hawkeye, the, another Disney Plus streaming show. But that will also introduce Barton's protege, Hawkins, uh, uh, Hawkeye Kate Bishop. Hawkins. This is going to be fun. Hawkeye Kate Bishop on Disney Plus in the fall of 2021. There you go. Ah. Um, Fige and star, Feige. Feige. Starlet Johansson revealed the long way. Starlet Johansson? Here's a starlet. Okay. At one uh, point. Black what, Widow What, what film. time is it? Hold on. Yeah, we're about <laughs> that. It's falling time. apart. Yeah. I just started reading things. 
Uh, it's going to be directed by Kate Shortland. The film will also star David Harbour as Alexi, a.k.a. The Red Guardian. Uh, Florence Pugh as Yelena. Uh, O.T. Fagbendel. <laughs> you made that one up. As Mason. And Rachel Weiss as Melina. <laughs> That's no. <laughs> Jeff, what does that say? <laughs> I would not begin to even know how to pronounce that, but yeah. O.T. Fagbenley. B-E-L-E-N-E. Yeah. Andy, get on it. You're going to put that in your search? Wow, this should be good. Let's see. Come on, do all. O.T. No, what are you doing? Black, black. What? It was also revealed that Black Widow will face off against villain Taskmaster. Black Widow in theaters May 1st, 2020, making it the next MCU movie on the slate. Yep. Oh, Scarlet. The Eternals cast was announced, including Richard Madden, Kamal Nanjani, uh, Salma Hayek, and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, that one kind of surprised me. Yeah, I was like, wow. That came out of nowhere. That was yeah. great. Eternals premieres in theaters November 6th, 2020, so that will be after yep. Black Widow. I, I did not think Eternals was coming that fast. I didn't either. I because they announced it. I was like, "Oh, it's going to be like 2021." Nope, 2020. What? Uh, what if? Question. Oh, what if is going to be the MCU's first foray into animation, and is also going to formally introduce the Watchers. One Watcher will be voiced by Jeffrey Wright from Westworld. Yeah. Also in the cast, basically every MCU actor out there. Uh, what if is expected to <laughs> premiere on. Disney Plus in summer 2021. So all these TV shows, Disney Plus, sorry. Yeah, it. if it's a TV show, yeah. it's Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Expect that for the rest of your life with everything Marvel, everything Star Wars. And Welcome not, to it. And Welcome whatever's not the there is Amazon Prime. Okay, I got it. Welcome got to it. the paradigm. Yeah. We're not I, living in the past or the present anymore. This is the future. I just like that marketing line. If it's a TV show, Disney Plus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Next up, Shang-Chi and the Legend the of the Ten Rings yeah. promises an honest, but, but what was the, what's going on? But, is that you, Andy? Hey, attention man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Shang-Chi uh, promises honest good, goodness Mandarin story, as you yep. mentioned, Matt. Yep. Uh, Tony Lang will play him, and uh, Simu Liu will play the heroic Shang-Chi. He'll be the first Asian-American leading man in a Marvel movie. Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings premieres in theaters February 12th, 2021. And next, the one that made my soul melt, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. What a goddamn title. Uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Feige and Benedict Cumberbatch made it clear. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I can't hear you on, in there. He said Feige. No, oh. it's Feige. Uh, they made it clear that the madness aspect of the title is going to be taken literally as they're going to go into full-on horror territory yeah. with this movie. So it'll be the Dormammu. first, like, yeah. Well, they said it'll be like coming. the first dark Marvel film so far. Nope. No. Only if they shelve New Mutants because that's supposed to be a horror movie as well. Okay. And New Mutants is in kind of a weird area now since the buyout. Yeah. Because. You don't hear much about it anymore. And there was nope. a lot of reshoot issues, and there was also a thing called Blade that might fall into the horror category. Once upon it, I didn't remember seeing the New Mutants on the on the yeah. card that they had during the uh, panel. 
I'll have to go back and watch that again. It wasn't on the card. Okay, That's so then, it. yeah, then it's not... <clears throat> so, yeah. It's another, not on the current slate. But another surprise was the reveal that Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth Olsen, would be in that movie. Yeah! And that her huh. story there would lead directly out into her own television spinoff, WandaVision, also for Disney+. Plus. So Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will premiere in theaters May 7th. Andy of 2021 uh next up blade yeah. blade is back yeah that that was like the surprise of the whole <sighs> so thing exciting. people lost their mind he's part of the mcu now yep. and he's going to be played by the oscar winning marshala ali i saw that and i was like super excited because i really liked him in the uh the last season of uh, true detective that was just on, on no Wesley snipes god uh, damn it uh, <laughs> Snipes apparently is not unhappy about it. He's just he's like it's cool. He's a good actor. Cool. Like so, um, yeah, he, yeah. Was, he, also, he he played Cottonmouth and Luke King, right? In Luke yes, Cage. Yes, Luke yes, King. yes. Jesus Christ, my mouth. Yeah, he yes he he was in that. Um, got <laughs> he was also in. Uh, <laughs> Can you finish that? Yeah, God damn got it. it! You got it. Uh, what was that movie he was just in? Uh, the Green Book. Was it? Yeah, I think I think okay. so. I think he was in that. So, but but yeah, he was so good in that last season of True Detective that I was like, as soon as I saw that he was going to be Blade, I was like, sign me up. I'm definitely seeing this film because he so impressed me. So he played Cottonmouth in uh, Marvel's yes. Luke Cage, and now he's going to be playing Blade in Marvel's. This is not the Blade. first time somebody has done that in the MCU. Just just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to roll with it. That doesn't fit. With continuity that I've watched, <laughs> he was really. I mean, you I mean, mean <laughs> he was he was amazingly good in Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. Now, Blake, um, oh, please go ahead. I'm, I'm starting to think. No, that, and I've said that. I kind of like. Who else can you think of that they've they've played two different characters in Marvel? <sighs> Off the top of my head, everybody. No, okay, everybody. No, there's everybody. Uh, apparently, <clears throat> uh, you know what? Somebody is, has. Is, is, this is bad. Monkeys, tell us. Come up with a list, monkeys. Fun. Tell us who who's played two different characters in Marvel. Michael Keaton. No, wait, that was DC. Yeah. <laughs> so Blade does not have an official re- premiere uh. date. So, but that's coming. It is officially coming. And then there's Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. The title of the next Taika Waititi directed Thor movie. Tessa Thompson will be back as Valkyrie, and according to her, the King of Asgard has some ideas for a queen. Yeah. And then they dropped a hammer. The movie is going is doing a spin on the female Thor arc from the comics. Yeah. And they're doing the arc with Jane Foster, played by Natalie Portman. That was, yeah. that was the one nobody coming saw coming. Like when she came out, everybody like lost their I watched the panel uh, videos on that. It was like everybody lost their shit when she came out because they were like, Wait, didn't she say she was done with the mcu and i went back and read like the transcript from an interview and she basically said something to the effect of she was done with that character unless there was something more interesting to play with it so apparently they dangled this in front of her and and she said yes and she i mean we established that they didn't use they used old footage for the uh, for the stuff in um well she came in to do new voice work for uh, okay for endgame but they used unused footage Apparently, they originally were going to bring her in to shoot an entirely new scene. She had agreed to do that. Uh, and it was essentially going to be Rocket trying to 
have a lengthy explanation was why he needed to stick her with this device and take out the ether from her. <laughs> and, and there was going to be this banter back and forth between her and, and Rocket. I'd love um, to see that script. Because yeah. it was going to be very scientific, you know, the you know Jane, you know, being herself and wanting to understand why and all this stuff. And uh, that is, it ended up getting modified for... You know, it is one of the weirder done. aspects of uh, of, uh, of Cap and going back and putting everything back. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah going back and well, stick her with the you know how he puts it back. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Captain America, what? Shut your mouth! Just but yeah, about so America's America. ass. So we're gonna have Hemsworth and uh, Natalie Portman both as Thor in this movie. It's gonna be nice. awesome. I think it's gonna be awesome. And Valkyrie. Yes, who was wonderful? Who is, in who is the new king of Asgard? So she's queen. Queen. She called herself the king of Asgard in oh. in the panel. Okay. Oh, I she see. said the king is going to be looking for her queen. Da, 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 uh, that is that oh, is the quote. that that angle, right? Okay. Uh, Thor: and Love and Thunder premieres in th- theaters November fifth, twenty twenty one, and right at the end of the panel, right before the huge blade reveal, uh, Fige. Feige just says the words Feige Fantastic Four Mutants and just drops it at that boom yeah he left nothing <laughs> in fact it was funny because Kevin Smith in his panel afterwards he's like he's like how do I follow that up <laughs> he's like he's like Feige basically just like he's like the whole panel could have just been Feige like Who? you know rolling his dick out and it's rolling across the stage and all all the way over to the side and it'll be like me coming out and going, hey, look at this. And I've got, like, they have to zoom in to see it. <laughs> it's funny. That happens to wagon. Smith every year. Yeah. There, was a, there was a Star Wars thing yeah. where they basically took all of Hall H and they just took them away to the, uh, it was like a screening or something. Yeah. <laughs> and like Just empty the hall. Yeah, and Kevin walks in and he's like looking around and he's got nothing. It was, yeah. well, Except this year it was actually Kevin Smith promoting his own new upcoming film which so looks he was great like, oh yes you, you'd have that in there right in the news yeah yeah, yeah. Jane Silent Bob the, the Jane yeah. Silent Bob reboot, reboot. we've yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, that yeah, coming yeah. up no but I mean that the you fact that, that the trailer in? dropped and the he had dropped. the panel and the they panel. dropped I, all I don't, the I don't talk that there's just a, there's a panel <clears throat> for uh, a lot of panels I would love to hear Je- a Jeff's show and yeah, there's a panel news you don't the trailer was really good. I, I, I was I'm going to. I, I'm the, trying not. To, if you've got it in there, I don't want to give away all the shit that happened in the panel. You, but you, you go right ahead. I don't have it in here. Uh, so yeah, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, they've got it shot. They've got it cut. Uh, it's premiering this fall. Um, it has a shitload of cameos. He said that there were like 22 pages of cameo uh, cards in the credits of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. He says there's like 44 in this one. But he's just all these people, you know, like called him up or they called them and wanted to come out and play with him. Val um, Kilmer is Blunt Man. Van Cal- Val Kilmer is Blunt Man. Uh, uh, Supergirl, uh, Melissa Benoist, uh, uh, is going to play Chronic, the female version of Chronic, in the film within the film. All right. Uh, he's got... Ben Affleck and Matt Damon back in the film. Uh, he actually Damon. had to be expected. Very, the, it's very touching. He tells the story about how, how he reunited with with Affleck. You know, because he just he's like I hadn't spoken to him in eight years, and I didn't want to reach out. People kept bother, bugging me to do it, and he's like, I just he's like I didn't want to be rejected. But uh, apparently, they had a very touching reunion, and um, he came. He flew all the way out to New Orleans to film with them. 
and uh, so you've got all these people that were in the other film back in this film plus a whole bunch more people Chris Hemsworth has a cameo in this and uh, Hemsworth was like excited to come out and do the cameo and that was like right before he flew to London for like the Avengers premiere and he's like he's like I'd rather be doing this right now and it's just a, like, it's a it's, Smith film so it's going to yeah. be a bunch of people just having fun and of course it looks want to be in it delightfully self-referential to his lot of inside jokes or just, yeah it's a it's an askew, <laughs> he keeps saying he's no longer doing a skew universe and he does another skew universe right. which <laughs> I'm not saddened by I'll take yeah. all the skew universe I, mean, I can get he's saying this is the final <laughs> skew universe film but you know he said that he, before doesn't he say that all the time but it's uh, like fucking Stephen King retiring or Quentin Tarantino he's done with movies but the, the the red band trailer dropped early they said they dropped it because they knew they were going to have a lot of competition uh, for people looking up other trailers uh, so they launched it two days before the panel he said the uh, the reception from the audience has been really great uh, it's funny he's like he sat there kind of clenched he said I had a, my clench, my asshole clenched because I was waiting to see if people laughed at the things that I thought were funny and he's like it was like okay good I'm not the only one that thinks these things are funny but uh, you know, he said the whole premise has evolved since uh, they originally started talking about it years ago. Where it's originally was supposed to be just kind of, can I get away with making the exact same movie twice? And that's the joke for about the first fifteen minutes of the film. But then it comes becomes kind of a family film because Jay finds out he had a a, a daughter that he never knew about, and so it kind of becomes Na- a named Millennium Falcon. Yeah, <laughs> so. But yeah, it looks so. hilarious. Uh, yeah, I'm really it's looking awesome forward to, to it. see all There's those no, people back. No new news back. in it, but I yeah, but it looks great. <laughs> well, the cameos are new. The fact that it, the film is actually done is new because you know they've been talking about it forever, and they actually just started it shooting earlier this year and then finished it. So sure. So it's a done film. It's going on tour. Yay! So you're saying it's done? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, before we continue with the news, uh, David Hedison, star of the original sci-fi thriller oh, The Fly yeah. uh, from 1958, has died. He was 92. In The Fly, Hedison played scientist Andre Delambre, who gets turned into an insect. He famously Andre uttered, Delambre? That's, that's what I said. His famously uttered line, help me, to the shock of horror audiences. Help me. There it is. There, that's, that's better. Ah. Kind of nailed it. Yeah. Didn't drop a rock on him. <laughs> After appearing in the 1960 sci-fi... Get him, get, get him. Don't take that shit from him. Get him, get him. We, we, we need some play-by-play for the battle of Kit versus Matt that's happening <laughs> over here. It's just never-ending. Kit's just terrorizing him. He just loves sitting in front of Matt. It is awesome. It is so awesome. <laughs> After appearing in the 1960 sci-fi film The Lost World about an exposition to an island with prehistoric monsters... Based on uh, Arthur Conan Doyle story, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, Hedison later starred in the 1960s ABC submarine drama Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, playing Captain Lee Crane. He then went on to play CIA operative Felix Leiter in two James Bond films, 1973's Live and Let Die and 1989's License to Kill. Live and Let Die. Boom. Best Bond theme ever. Don't Boom. hit me with the bullshit Goldfinger. Hey, that is, that hey, you show respect, fucker. Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah, you know where that Goldfinger's going. <laughs> I respect the movie. 
song. You respect the song. The song. You respect the song. Causes hair on my back to stand on end. <laughs> really? <laughs> that song <laughs> grows hair on your back. <laughs> it makes a man out of you. It takes the boy and the out of the room comes a man. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure where you were going with so that for a second, Kirsten. <laughs> Dipped in gold. <laughs> so you don't want to borrow my CD of Dame Shirley Bassey singing uh, movie songs, huh? I've, okay. Shirley Bassey's what about Diamonds fine. Are Forever? Goldfinger's fine. But... Come on, that's yeah. a sudden transition. That's jarring. It takes you right out of every fucking... It's glorious. It's just terrible. It's what, what the hell's going on? It comes at you like a jackhammer. What, what the hell is that? It's it's Jackhammer. It's the best thing Wings ever did. What? What about Magneto and Titanium Man? Yeah, the best right. thing Wings ever did. Paul McCartney was in a band before Wings. <laughs> Paul McCartney was in a band. That's who's Paul McCartney? Thank it's, you, it's, Billy it's, Crystal. It's, I yeah, appreciate I, it. I know. I was, I was like, you know what? No context for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, context no context for you. For you. <laughs> All right. So San Diego stuff. We'll keep it going. Uh, they gave Actually, us more you, info on Picard. A, oh my yeah. God! That trailer gave me chills. View to a Kill is good. Now that's some news. View to a Kill was stuff. the most popular James Bond theme. Yeah, that's a good one too. He, was, spent the most time on. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. But yes, that trailer gave Pickard? me chills. Pickard. John Luck Pickard, the uh, <laughs> British French guy. Seven of nine. Yeah, she can assimilate me anytime. It's a, it's about a winery, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'm still amazed at how many people are involved in this project that they kept under wraps. Like, nobody knew until the panel revealed. The trailer shows that Data has returned to the Star Trek universe, as has Seven of Nine. Yep. He, he's returned as Seven of Nine? Yeah. That's what makes it so no, amazing. No, Jerry Ryan. Wow. You have to use a different pronoun. It's them. Da- <laughs> Data's a Seven of Nine. <laughs> 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 Hugh, Both? The, Hugh the Borg is back. <laughs> Both played by their original actors, Brent Spiner and Jerry Ryan. <laughs> Following the trailer, Spiner took to the Hall H stage, followed by Ryan and another surprise guest, Jonathan Del Arco, yep. who played <gasps> Hugh, Hugh the Borg on Next Generation. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, also showrunner Michael Chabon confirmed that Jonathan Frakes, who will also be directing the series, will be returning as William Riker and Marina Sirtis, will reprise her role as Deanna Troy. It's a next-generation goddamn reunion. Plenty of new faces as well, but... When's Tasha coming back? Right? Oh. <laughs> we got to cue this Pet they Cemetery got, they music again. got to bring again. back that ooze puddle first. Right. That, that, that's okay. I want to see that episode. The critical episode fumb- 7, ooze puddle. The critical fumble on walking past the puddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, have, I have friends who cover Star Trek for different media outlets and, uh, they said that it was incredible how many people showed up for the star trek panel mm. like it's like the fandom is great or the fandom was great and it was the fans were appreciative to have star trek back on like new star trek was this in, this was in hall h right it's, yes it's in hall h massive yeah it was ridiculous it's a fr- star effective. trek is back yeah in a big goddamned way I mean, there's they they and they 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 covered a lot of different projects that are coming up. Uh, you've probably got it in there, but no, uh, uh, I don't. They, they talked about the lower decks. They Which talked we know about is coming. We covered that on the show. Yeah. So so they showed them first. Um, you know, they of course the panel that I watched they cut out when then they put the media stuff up there. 
which sure. I hate, but uh, yeah. apparently they showed yeah. them some stuff. That's um, for the people in the know in the room. Yeah. Uh, it's not for us peons, dude. So you they have sh- to have a ticket. Yeah, they showed them parts of Lower Decks. No ticket. Um, announced- See, what's below Lower Decks? That's where we're at. Lower Decks is supposed to be an animated series. What's below Lower Decks? Shuttle Bay. We are. Bilge. Yeah. We're, we're not, we're Starfleet Bilge. <laughs> they they announced more short treks coming up, uh, featuring Ethan Peck as Spock and uh, uh, Rebecca Romaine is number yeah, one. Yeah, more sh- more shorts. I and um, uh, Anson Mount. Anson Mount as Captain Pike. So we're going to get some of those. One moment was he Black Bolt in Inhumans, or is that guy just looked a hell of a lot like him? Don't know. Okay. Never saw in humans. I, I haven't watched it either. But which guy? In Anson Mount. Yeah, not the witch guy. Oh. Uh, he wasn't yeah. in humans, yes. So he must have been Black Bolt. Yes. Because that that's yeah. The one, okay. that, the one that couldn't speak, right? Yeah. Or like was able to speak but didn't want yeah, to. Well it was dangerous. Yeah. Because of Yeah. Okay. All right. Destroyed I was wondering. Yes. Yeah. I only um, I only watched the okay. pilot. I never did end up I watching never watched the rest anything, of it. but tons of the the publicity stuff I'm like I mean, only after I watched Discovery am I like, is that Anson Mount? Yes, yes it he is. Was. Yeah, God he bless him. Oh, man. You know, they, they when are they going to just fucking cave and make a Pike series? I, I hope they do. I, I Honestly, I kind of feel like that CBS has set this up as kind of a test to see if I hope so. people are going to tune in for the Watch short. Watch the shit out of them. Because I think it's like half of the upcoming short treks are going to be focused on... Uh, the Enterprise. Create an algorithm. Hit so like play three, all the time. So like three or four of those, and then... Uh, the short treks, they, they're what, 10, 15 minutes long? Yeah, yeah. YouTube things? Yeah. They're well, fun. But so, I just... So they're oh, short. Dude, it's just he's so good. Yeah. And Romaine is number one. And that guy, I, I like what he's doing as, as young Spock. I'm yeah. liking it. Yeah, in one of the in one of the interviews they had post the CBS panel, they asked him uh, if the response has been good. And he goes, he's like, honestly, he's like, I was so afraid of what the fan response is going to be. I just ignored all of the interviews, or rather, the social media and all the reviews of me playing the character because I didn't. <laughs> it's it, a minefield. If, if it was bad, I didn't want to know. He's he like, I just wanted to go he through. He could have been flayed alive. Yeah, and he said his mom was the one that told him. He's like, no, the reviews have actually been pretty positive oh mom and then he opens up the well, internet he, <laughs> he get the scene from raiders of the lost ark <laughs> he said even then he was afraid to look at it because he's like well my mom you know <laughs> she has to tell me it's good yeah. he's rolling shot look away <laughs> close your eyes close, close your, your eyes, eyes Ethan. Look away. don't open them for anything <laughs> okay there there is okay there's one little look star trek away. thing in here there's a star the trek thing in there yeah at the end of star trek discovery season two the show truly took the discovery and the crew where no Trek show has ever gone before. They are no longer in the timeline of the original shows, but flung further into the future than any show has gone before. Flung further into the future? Yep. Further flung. 900 years in the future. They've now, cool. So they're now playing a sandbox far past the events of Star Trek Nemesis. So a marked move. And further than the upcoming spinoff series, Star Trek Picard. Yep. According to Alex Kurtman, uh, season three will be going 1,000 years into the future. What? He said there'll be, quote, lots and lots of changes in season three. Quotes, things you recognize, things you won't recognize. We're shaking up canon. We're not erasing anything. 
but we're shaking it up quite a bit. Cool. I want to assure you all, first and foremost, that it is Star Trek, and will be Star Trek the way Roddenberry wanted it, unquote. You know what hmm. I see this third season going to be? Stargate Universe. You think barely it's going to officially any, break it? It's going to barely yeah. any uh, aliens because what is it? Controls out there like killing everything or something. That's what happens a thousand years in the future. Something like that. It's control. Well, they went control to where they, the. Oh, have you not seen it? No. Oh. No. They went. They went to where they went because it was away from technology, so that they wouldn't have that issue. But there's still planets and things to explore. They. Uh, uh, I can't think of the actor's name right now, but they uh, introduced him at the panel. Um, huh? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Who I? Wait, is it Control? Dan, like, dan, like, dan, like Janet Jackson? Dan, no. Dan, That's what, uh, dan, I'm with, I'm with dan, K. Dan, no, okay. Dan, dan. Control is created by Section 31, takes dan, over ships. Dan, 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 I can't think of the actor's dan, name right Skynet. now. Dan, dan. It's basically Skynet. It's basically Skynet. Gun out of control. I but I knew who want. he was. <laughs> control. <laughs> yep, that's what they do. That's power on, Jeff. You can do this. I knew who he was because he played the power. Manchester Black in the CW animated, or excuse me, CW DC universe. So he was really good at that character. That's an awesome name, he Manchester was on, Black. Yep, yeah, I like very that. Canadian. Yeah. Manchester Black. It's almost as good as Mary Death. Yeah, uh, Mary Death. Come on. But yeah, I guys. liked him on Supergirl as Manchester awesome Black. So yeah. I think he'll be fantastic. Mary on Death Party. Discovery. Mm. Come on. Man. Just gonna keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk over everybody. Right now. <laughs> Jeff, you're so rude. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. You're yeah, I'll go ahead. In its first two seasons in 2017 and 2018, the Netflix docuseries The Toys That Made Us oh boy. Um, proved to be an endless well of nostalgic fun for toy collectors and people who just remember hours of childhood fun alike. Now the first look at season three has been revealed and we can prepare for four new episodes about toy lines we all know and love. In past seasons, the show has tackled everything from the history of Star Wars toys to Star Trek toys to Transformers and legendary characters and toy store favorites that... Now we got some new ones to join the lineup. Season three will focus on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. My Little Pony. Yes. Oh, Andy just... Wow, don't sit on Andy's What a lap. mess, what a mess. You're going to have to clean that chair. Uh, no, no, he can do it. Power okay. Rangers and wrestling action figures, particularly those wa- launched out of the WWF in the 1980s. Interesting. So, I'm wow. surprised we didn't World hear Wildlife Paul Federation? shouting yes from across the city. We did. You did. You, it, was, it was slight. There was no okay. microphone, but you could kind of hear it. What were those toys with the holographic, like chess, and they they carried the holographic? Is that the Inhumanoids? No, oh, that's something of, different. Knights of something. Visionaries. There we go. Visionaries. Why are they doing visionaries? Uh, they, I think they have to go through a few more seasons till they have to drag <sighs> the barrel of the visionaries. Till they get to the lame ones. Of the barrel. <laughs> this year we're doing visionaries. Visionaries are great. My, <laughs> my buddy. <laughs> we're doing an hour on my on barrel of monkeys. The Wuzzles. <laughs> Wuzzles. Your aunt's coin collection. Are you making fun of visionaries? They were great. They were great. And the Get Along Gang. <laughs> and Jason and the Wheeled Warriors. Jace and the Wheeled Warriors. You're right. It is Jason and the Wheeled Warriors. I know. I watched it. Damn right. For like the, what, 10 episodes that it played for? So is that the end of that story? <laughs> or was so you bad. That's uh, the show. The Wheeled Warriors? It was pretty bad. That was so bad. Yeah, it was. I remember that. Oh, uh, The Wheel Warriors. So do you have the, the, the other? Jace and the Wheel Warriors? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah it's, do you have oh the other thing they're doing? God. The That's, other thing they are doing? Yeah. The people that are making that show? Yeah. They're doing movies now, too. I don't have that. Yeah, they're doing... Um, you keep going on. I'll find the movies they're doing. Oh. <laughs> I, okay. Fact check Andy, folks. All right. He's on it. Beat right. reporter, go. Uh, yes, you, yeah, you should be. Uh, Skybound Entertainment has partnered with Universal to develop a feature film based on Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo De Felici's sci-fi comic series Oblivion Song. Sean O'Keefe, writer of Peter Berg's upcoming Wonderland, is penning the screenplay. The comic itself takes place in Philadelphia, where, 10 years earlier, 300,000 people were lost in Oblivion. Quote-unquote. After several attempts by the government to recover these people, the effort was given up by everyone except Nathan Cole. Risking his life day after day, Nathan ventures into the apocalyptic hellscape of oblivion in the hopes of saving lives. But there's a chance he could be looking for something else? Is there a darker reason for the fact that he cannot resist the deadly call of oblivion? Kirkman is producing the film alongside David Alpert, Brian First, and Sean First. Hey, I got a geeky thing I did this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bought the, the dog. I bought the <laughs> <laughs> first few issues of Oblivion Song. Hey! hey! Connection, Andy. See how nice. it See, that, that actually, That's the first time, I yeah. think, in the sh- history so of the show Andy, where someone it... brought up a geeky thing I did this week in connection of something I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say, Andy, that's how it's supposed to yeah. be done. Not yeah. not the weird tangents you go on. <laughs> I, I, love my completely tangents. unrelated, but... <laughs> <laughs> so the news story Todd missed. <laughs> oh, hold, hold on a second. Oh, you still sorry. Oblivion song. Yeah. Have you read it? Yeah. Um, the first few, the first five issues. Um, it is interesting. Um, it's very post-apocalyptic because it's like there's this, the oblivion area is this uh, section of Philadelphia that you have to like kind of blip transport into. Oh. And so this guy goes in there looking for people to pull them out. And then there's all sorts of Lovecraftian shit in there, and it gets really, really weird. So it's kind of like uh, Shimmer. Okay, does that yeah, have something to do with the Philadelphia like Experiment? Or? No. Okay. No. Yeah, Although, what, yeah, what's the name of that movie that has the Shimmer, shimmer. in it? It's not the name of it, but the no, Shimmer's no, in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, as Natalie far as Portman, Portman, yeah. Annihilation. Annihilation. There we go. Mm. Yeah. It does ha- sound similar to that. I haven't seen Annihilation. So. Which, if even so, I'm on board. You should definitely see it. Yeah. It's a good film. It's cool. I mean, the reason I got it, I think you had mentioned uh, this at some time ago. You had mentioned maybe they were thinking of doing Oblivion song or mm-hmm. something like that, and so I just looked it up. And the cover was cool. The uh, aesthetic, <clears throat> kind of this weird sci-fi-ish, a post-apocalyptic uh, combined thing. And I was just like, eh, hell. And then Kindle had a sale, oh. and I, I got the first five-issue collection for a couple bucks. And nice. so I popped for it, and it. It is interesting. It is cool. So, um, yeah. So there, there's a connection for you. So it looks interesting. I was very intrigued because I knew about the TV series possibility when I got it. So I'm reading it thinking about, wow, they're going to do this. And it's, it'll be a hell of a show if they follow the comic. It looks like they're doing a movie. All right, then. It, well, well, the movie. What, what you meant to okay. say was if it's done well, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Well. Just make it's it true. Always, make it always the always. eternal geek shock eighties caveat. So no you, uh, take okay. that from so you. this is from MovieWeb. Netflix announces the movies that made a series from the creators of the toys that made us. Oh. 
Wow. Um, that's this? right. I remember. This and thing. it's uh, it's gonna be um, season. It's gonna be uh, quarter four of on Netflix. The uh, first season is gonna focus on Die Hard, Home Alone, Dirty Dancing, and Ghostbusters. I like it. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I I like toys that made us better because. I feel like movies that made us. I've already seen that on YouTube a lot. Mm, okay. Well, yeah, because that's what. But you it's, well, it's, it's, it's the same format, so sure. I suspect that will be in between really enjoyable. Yeah, I'm still gonna watch. It's still gonna be good. And yeah, and and similar to the like the uh, the toys that made us, where I'm like, oh, what was it Barbie and uh, what was the other one? It's like, eh, I don't care. But then I watch Hello it. Like, Kitty. That's Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty. Yeah. Well, Hello Kitty. Yeah. Me and and He Man. I didn't give two shits about He Man until I saw that. And yeah. I just, I still wouldn't, I don't really want to buy He Man, but I fucking love the toy line because the story behind it is just. It's bonkers. Absolutely. <laughs> just. Abs- wait, wait, wait. Have you seen our comic book? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. Comic I, book? <laughs> I absolutely love Die Hard and Ghostbusters, of course. Yeah. Uh, Dirty Dancing, I could just. Have you know? I, I think I saw it once. I've gone a blip, and then Nobody Home Alone. I actually baby hated. in the corner, <laughs> and then he kissed me. In this year's massive Arrowverse crossover, oh yeah, Ugh. the crisis, crisis on Infinite. Sure, go ahead, Jeff. Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yes, power yes. through, power through. The event will include not one but two versions of the Man of Steel. Both uh, t- how you say his name, Tyler, Tyler Ho- Hoken. Ho- Hoken. I'm glad wow. you said that because I never would have thought that's gotten it. that's what you get out of that. That is so much easier than whatever the heck that spelling is. Yes, agreed. I never would have gotten that. Tyler Hoken. Hoken, as in Hoboken without the bow. I'm not 100% sure that's oh, the right okay. pronunciation. Oh, for fuck's sake. But that's how I've heard it pronounced Listen. by people that have been covering yeah, well, this, okay. this week. Todd says Fige, so fuck. Well, it is Fige. It's Feige. So and Hogan. and Hogan and Brandon Ralph yeah. will play Superman. Ralph? Is that how you say it, Ralph? Brandon Ralph. Ruth. I, I Ralph. Ralph. These guys and their Rafe. fucking names. Brandon Ralph will play Superman in the upcoming event, which is inspired by the comic book miniseries that reshaped the DC universe in 1985 through 86. According to Deadline, which broke the news, the two actors will both portray Superman in different time frames in the five-part event, which will span Arrow. The Flash, Supergirl, DC Legends of Tomorrow, and Batwoman in episodes airing in December and January. See, now I have to go and catch up on all this shit because I care about this now. Yeah. yeah. Hogan has appeared as Superman and Clark Kent on Supergirl since 2016 and was a key part of Elseworlds event last year. But for Ralph, the gig is kind of a surprise. In the Arrowverse, he plays Ray Palmer. Yep. A.K.A. the Adam on Legends of Tomorrow. See, there's an example of one guy playing. Man, oh, it's Let's DC. DC. It's DC. Right, okay. But he had his breakout role as the star in the 2006 film Superman Returns. Quote, honored, humbled, grateful, and still pinching myself, the actor tweeted of the news. That's, and it's supposed to be like a version of the Kingdom Come Superman? Well, he was wearing the Kingdom Come t-shirt yeah. at Comic-Con he, he's, for this. He's apparently wearing a... Recreation of his costume from Superman Returns. They, he talked a little bit about it. One of the uh, the interview. Uh, uh, well, he's got the Kingdom Come symbol, and people have been talking panels. about that. Um, yeah, this this Crisis crossover is crazy. I mean, just some of crisis the Crisis crossover is crazy. <laughs> Details and <laughs> eleven. 
In fact, uh, one of the one of the in, uh, info the pieces of information that dropped was they were talking about uh, the Batman sixty six Earth is apparently going to be a part of this no. crossover. Oh, and I'm yeah, like, right, oh, you I'm didn't like, see that? I'm Bert like, Ward, you didn't see that? I didn't see that. No. Burt Ward is supposed to be in the Crisis crossover. Isn't he like just voicing? Like I don't know. I don't know exactly how it's supposed to work, but. The, he's a little old for the, the shorts, isn't he? I, I don't know how it's going to work, and I don't know that he's actually going to be a part of it. Maybe it's an animated Andy, like get a on CG it. or yeah. something. Okay, but there guys, were, he doesn't have to be Kid Robin. He could yeah. be retired. Yeah, he. Could I'm just, way too old for this shit, Robin. Which could would be retired. Be, I'm too old for that, shit, Nightwing. Yeah, that would be exactly. Hilarious. That would be hilarious. But that would be awesome. Yeah. There's also rumors that they got permission from Adam West's family. This isn't confirmed, obviously, but that they got permission from Adam West's family to use his likeness in the crossover. So I'm interested to see I, if they do that, and I hope God. they do it reverently like they do that everything could be, else. Well, yeah, no, I have absolutely no fear of how they would handle that. And boy, oh, fucking boy, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be that'd awesome be totally to see. Cool. Wow. Is it awesome to see? It's still the Berlanti. Yep, Berlanti verse. Right? Okay. Yep. Uh, I, I keep getting the arrow verses. Sorry, I apologize, but I keep getting confused with the one guy who got kicked off because of the oh. stuff with Kreis, the, Kreisberg. The, I think was his name. Kriegs. Kreisberg. Kriegsberg, Yeah. I don't know. But what? The guy who you know got this, spacey in the Me Too. He was oh. accused oh. by okay. a lot of subordinates, and he, and and yeah, he was so. ousted. Gotcha. So, and apparently the, uh, from oh, a lot of the stories, rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, the deadline story says that Burt Ward will appear. It doesn't say his voice will appear. Yeah. Well, like I said, you don't know what they're going to do. I hope he puts on the shorts. Uh, would you <laughs> stop? <laughs> Just stop. Holy It'd be God. funny if he was like, if he did it Kevin Smith style. You know, got the shorts that ran down to his <laughs> mid calves <laughs> and wore <laughs> the hockey the jersey. Shorts? What do they call that? Yeah. Sure. The shorts? Yeah. That is. Uh, Do you that, have the Agents of Shield news in there too? <laughs> Who's Jeff, writing this episode? Like, hey, is there a new Agents of Shield show I don't know about? No, it's. Uh, they announced that next season, season seven, is the final season. There's a lot of announcements of final seasons. But yeah, and, and wow. what was fascinating is they were in the process of shooting last week while Comic Con was going on. They were in the process of shooting the series finale. And then had to come to Comic Con oh. in the middle. They said we have one more week of shooting on that series finale, but uh, that's cute. Um, they said that uh, you know they were very humbled that they got that final season, and then they got to to know that that was going to be the final season. And they've they've known for a while, but I weren't they allowed that a to. A while ago, well, they, they weren't allowed to announce it until Comic Con that it was the final season. Okay. But because uh, I guess ABC had announced last year that not only did they pick it up for season six, which is airing right now. But they also picked him up for a season seven. But uh, yeah, Jed Whedon and the other producers are like, you know what? I think it's time to go out on top because the ratings have still been there. But uh, they thought season seven would be a good way to just kind of cap the series. And that way, knowing that that's the final season, the writers could basically do and has what they want to do. nothing to do with Disney Plus Probably. going forward. <laughs> Probably pretty much ending all of the non-movie MCU stuff previous. But it was something right, that excited Matt, me because take I mean, it you know, easy, calm down. I was happy that we got say the, it, brother, the season that we were in. <laughs> Hallelujah! But also happy and you know, little bittersweet that we're gonna down. get one more season because 
I really, it's I really a show like that, that show. a good send-off. Yeah, it does. It Absolutely. Does. This is an episode where Jeff has a lot to say, not to say, and he's willing to push through our shenanigans. And he, he is. Yeah. And it also shows that Jeff watches more Comic-Con footage than any of it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't... Like, oh, I watched a last, bunch. I, just, I, I watched like a bunch of things last year, but, but not nearly as much as what I watched this year. I just... I don't know what it was. It was like I was sitting, I was sitting at home, and I just, you know, I'd be reading about something. I'm like, oh, there's a panel, and I would pop on YouTube and watch that panel, and then I'd watch the next thing, and then of course it would roll into the next. Shut you up. could have like the Simpsons scene <laughs> where there's you know where Jeff is just walking along and sees something on the ground. Ooh, a panel. Ooh, a panel. Ooh, a panel. You mean Family Guy? Yeah. Is that Family Guy? Ooh, piece of candy. Yeah. 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 Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> I was gonna let it continue as long <laughs> as that it needed to. <laughs> Amazon Studios has given a series commitment to the popular image comic Paper Girls by author Brian K. Vaughn and artist Cliff Chang. The series, which Image once described as Stand By Me meets War of the Worlds was negotiated as part of a deal with Legendary Entertainment and production company Plan B. Writer uh, Stephanie Folsom, writer on Toy Story 4, will adapt the comic. Folsom, Vaughn, and Plan B will serve as executive producers. Amazon Studios' commitment is part of Vaughn's multi-year deal with Legendary Entertainment. The series, which will end its run in the upcoming issue number 30, is centered on four 12-year-old newspaper delivery girls in the boring fictional suburb of Stony Stream. The kids get caught in the middle of warring time travelers. Set in 1988, the comic is all about first crushes, first jobs, and time displays. There you go. Okay, because people were like, they found their Stranger Things, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so different, me, me, me. but 88, that's it. It's the mm. 80s thing. Paper Girls has garnered both critical and commercial acclaim, including two Eisner Awards in 2016. It's good. I started reading it. Uh, what has sustained the series throughout the past 30 issues has been its unsanitized look at growing up, peer groups, and how we learn about who we are, all held together by solid sci-fi storytelling. Yeah. I mean, that's what the Paper Girls is about. Because they don't have any sanitary napkins. Thank God. And oh so they got This is not happening. What? What? Keep going. What? 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 Let it flow. Unsanitized. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We'll, we'll, you gave him just enough rope to hang himself, didn't you, <laughs> We're Torgo? stopping. We're done. Period. <laughs> You just about rolled over in your chair there too. <laughs> he, he's in a computer chair and he's like leaning back, like so proud of himself, and just about went over backwards. The little thingy gave out. <laughs> That's not instant karma. I don't know what it is. Andy's just pissed because he didn't think of that. I am. <laughs> wow, well, it's always next month. All right. <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow. It's not often. Come on, come on, guys. Let's put the men back into menstruation. <laughs> it's not often that Andy's actually jealous of you, there, Kristen. No, it takes work. It's like, it's, and what it's, do I have to do? Women's menstruation. <laughs> That's what I have to go. That's actually, where it is. He's actually seething about it right know, now. He's like, he is not happy. No. <laughs> no. Just gonna rename the podcast Five Menzies. Okay. Oh no. For the next two years, we'll be getting movie sequels to the David Gordon Green-directed Halloween from last fall. Nice. Original Halloween creator John Carpenter tweeted out the news. 
The first sequel, titled Halloween Kills, is set to arrive on October 16th, 2020, while Halloween Ends, the second sequel, lands on October 15th of 2021. If the three-movie formula holds, that means last year's film served as a launch to a modern-day Halloween trilogy. What three-movie formula? You just see it now. Halloween ends. There's Michael Myers standing, looking down at a butcher's block, or a knife block, and he just puts his knife in there. Halloween ends. (laughs) That should be it. That's just all. (laughs) Just looking down, you know, and just knife in the... Movie's two minutes long. (laughs) It's a web short. Last year's Halloween, it's, it should be on Queeby. It's, uh, it's, yes, it's Queeby. made for Queeby. 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 All right. That's, stop, Andy. Queeby. <laughs> <laughs> Last year's Halloween got favorable response from critics and fans, raked in $255 million worldwide Hey-o. against a reported production budget of $10 million. God damn. Is that why all these horrors are coming out because they're cheap? Yes. Are yeah, like, that, that's the story jing, jing, of horror, jing, jing, dude. Yeah. That's what horror is yeah. all about. <laughs> Always. Uh, <laughs> you watch some of the documentaries, yeah. The horror movies are stuck together by bubble gum and Elmer's glue. <laughs> yeah. And then one of them catches fire and yeah. it's just raining. And yeah. a lot of gaff tape. Yeah, you add a, a helicopter and you lose Vic Morrow and you stop getting... <laughs> You're getting budgets. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Too soon? <sighs> Universal Pictures has revealed that the key creative players in the last Halloween movie are coming back for both upcoming films, including Jamie Lee Curtis, John Carpenter, and Halloween writer Danny McBride as executive producers. Danny, Very nice. Danny McBride. This is goddamn Danny McBride's... Danny McBride. Yeah. He goddamn wrote movie. He wrote, he wrote the, the last fir- Halloween movie. Oh yeah. my! Can you believe that shit? No, I can't. <laughs> and he did a great job. He's a he's a pretty good writer. Oh, oh. just quit making excuses. All I see no, is the I'm guy that stuntman launches stuff off in Tropic <laughs> Thunder. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! Boom! <laughs> oh my. Okay, finally, Kay, we'll talk about this. All right. What? What? Joe and Anthony Russo have revealed two new genre projects adapted from childhood favorites. Yay! The brothers announced during San Diego Comic-Con they're adapting the comic book series Grim Jack mm-hmm. and the Japanese anime Battle of the Planets dun, 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 as upcoming dun, 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 projects. No Seven's Arc Seven, though. The brothers... What? No Seven Arc Seven? How could that even possibly be? The right people will get it. The brothers will produce <laughs> both projects through their Agbo Studios production company. Deadline reports that Grim Jack is in development at Amazon under writer Kevin Murphy, who wrote Defiance, and Joe Russo noted during the That's panel that the brothers might take up directing duties Defiance. on Battle of the Planets. Duties. Depending on what the form it takes. Quote, if we were to direct it, it would we would direct it as a live action film, Joe Russo said. Battle of the Planets, debuted in 1978, became one of the first major anime series to reach American audiences. It follows a group of orphans who come together to form G-Force, a defense team tasked with guarding Earth from intergalactic threats. Thank you. Wait, that was 18. Yeah, 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 Oh, don't worry. Todd will play it. No, he won't. He's going to play it. That's it. Nope, that is The Wizard starring David Rappaport. Damn it. 
Welcome to Bumpa Bum Theater. Bum 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 Karaoke. I love Bum Bum Theater. <laughs> Grim Jack is somewhat of a lesser known property created by writer John Ostrander and artist Timothy Truman in 1983. Mm-hmm. The characters who, whose oh, real name is John Gaunt is a mercenary in a city known as Sinosier, a place where magic and technology are interwoven with various dimensions intertwining. Grimjack's title series began in 1984, continued for 81 issues, and versions of the character have appeared in other stories as recently as 2011. That's an independent title. I First comic so. That's where we're fucking at with comic wow, book movies. Yeah. 80s independents are getting movie and TV slots. I can't wait for the Cerebrus movie. Oh, my God. Yikes. <laughs> I, I can't wait for the first, you know, third of the Cerebrus movie. I know. Um, Church and State, High yeah. Society. Yeah. Ah. Then it starts falling apart. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> Grimjack had a, a place in it called Munden's Bar that was kind of interesting, as I recall. Oh, yeah? I, I think it was like a, it was kind of like Callahan, Callahan's Cross Time Saloon. And oh, that, fun. Like, just odd characters would show up at the bar, and there was like a whole backup story in Grimjack that was just called Munden's Bar that was seen set in a bar. So I'm hoping that's, that's I'm hoping that shows up in the movie. I it's so funny. I never read it, but I, you know, I remember seeing it on the shelves, and I remember peeping. You know, you'd always had that one guy in the comic book store. <laughs> Grimjack came in, <laughs> you know, and it's funny because I know Ostrander and Truman, but I don't know him about Grimjack. Right. Mm-hmm. That's really, that's really, but that's really cool. Yeah. Man, oh, man. Joe and Anthony Russo. And Battle for the Planet. It's funny, too, because they're doing Battle for the, of the Planets. They're not doing, they're not doing Gotcha Man, man which is yeah. different. Science Ninja Team Gotcha Man. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that's true. Oh, man. It's just. I remember the first time I read that, I was like, it, it's what now? Yeah. Oh, it, it's a classic <laughs> Japanese title. Um, Super uh, happy American fun time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Let's fighting love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the Red Sonia movie reboot that was derailed earlier this year oh, has turned God, things please, around. Please, please. After the project was put on hold when director Brian Singer was dropped, Deadline reports that Jill Soloway, creator of the Amazon series Transparent, has landed the gig as the film's new writer and director. Oh. Soloway is said to be coming in with a, quote, bold new take, and it speaks volumes that the production company behind the movie Millennium Films has gone 180 degrees away from his previous choice and hired an acclaimed non-binary creator to shepherd the powerful woman warrior to the screen. Studios are reportedly already interested in partnering with Millennium on the picture. The previous iteration of the film placed Singer behind the camera, Surprising move considering his controversial stint as director of the Queen biopic, Bohemian Rhapsody. A singer reportedly went missing on that shoot, leading Fox to fire him and hire Dexter Fletcher to complete the last three weeks of filming. Wow. Although the Queen film ended up being a major Oscar-winning hit, Singer's previous genre effort, 2016's X-Men Apocalypse, was also dogged by reports of the director's erratic behavior and ended up being a commercial and fan disappointment. Brian Singer. Yeah. Brian Singer. Yes, Brian Singer. That one? That Brian Singer. Yes. The Brian Singer has become an entity that is unreliable in Hollywood. Yeah. I thought 
okay, I'm fucking out of it. I thought he was sunk by um, that too. The Me Too. Yeah, there was. Uh, I thought he was Me Tooed. Yeah, there was. There were allegations of that as well. Funny because that's my next sentence. On top of all that, allegations (laughs) made for years against singer of sexual misconduct with underage boys resurfaced, which he denied. Finally, leading Millennium to dismiss him as Red Sonja's director. Oh. Red Sonja was seen on screen once before in the 1985 film starring Bridget Nielsen, loosely based on the character invented by Conan the Barbarian creator Robert E. Howard. Uh. Red Sonja has been starring in comics published by Marvel and Dynamite almost continuously since the mid-1970s. So, it, Red Sonja. It's, Fra- it's Frank Thorne that really made that Made Sonia Brits on your popular. And I was say, she was I, a pretty minor character. I don't, I don't think anybody would remember her except for the the uh, her showing up in the uh, comics with the chainmail bikini, which was not part of the original sure. character. Not it in. sounds like they're gonna take this in a good way. I, I think this is gonna go. You know, it's like they're just I take basically it in a good way. <laughs> they're throwing away all the other stuff and just starting I hope anew. so they could, and, they could uh, move it to the go back to the original stories and set it yeah. in the proper time period it's well that, yeah. that that fucking story is amazing too because that's the siege of Vienna when the Turks get turned back and she's just this badass soldier warrior type um, but it, but uh, I mean Red Sonia I think really does actually be- deserve to be in a sword and sorcery type of setting. I just hope, I really do hope they abandon, because, well, actually, this director, it sounds like they will, because people yeah. started loading it up with all sorts of stupid shit, uh, you know, the usual rape and revenge, or right. she can't sleep with any guy unless he defeats her in battle, and that's where she gets her power from, and all sorts of stupid shit, as opposed to, just make her a badass you woman. You can say it. Stupid shit that men would put into the storyline. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's true because it's just, um, uh, all right, history is not overflowing with them. Right. But there actually are women swordsmen stories. Yeah. Uh, one of the most interesting was a fucking opera singer who actually could outduel any man in, uh, in pre-revolutionary France. And she was actually she was actually incredibly good with a sword, and and she she just could kick ass like crazy. Mm, it's nice. entirely possible. And for fuck's sake, don't do the don't do the bikini. Oh God, I it's really oh. funny. As a fourteen year old boy, it was always especially in the comic the Conan comics I read. You know John Buscema, who knew how to draw women, and uh, <laughs> it you you'd be like. Oh, but you know, you reach a point where you're just like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, just you know, put some goddamn clothes on her, for God's sakes." Mm-hmm. Well, not to mention that 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 movie. I mean, the comics aside, I, the movie the was movie just, breaks you said not, my heart. You said not to mention the movie. Yeah, like even Schwarzenegger's like, he's like, I was just supposed to come in for like a day, and yeah. then they kept keeping and him on and keeping you know, him on. And you know, dude, it, the, the real fuck part of it is it was originally for Sandal Bergman, but she yeah. didn't want to get typecast. So she went for the villainous part. And it yeah. was just like, holy fuck, because he, he, if it was Sandal Bergman, yeah. I don't care what the script was, that could have actually been something worth watching. Yeah, and the and, Earl- yeah I'm just to say, yeah, I mean, you know, not necessarily that Bridget Nielsen did a bad job, Jane but a bad job. she 
could have done a better <laughs> job. I think Sandalberg, I agree with you, would have oh, been a much, she, much better it choice. Been, it's made for her. She would have kicked ass. It would have been awesome. It, well, I mean, and I was saying Schwarzenegger has even said he feels like his presence on the film hurt the film because they were relying too much on him being a presence it as was opposed to, to, you know, the story being yeah. able to unfold the way it had been originally scripted. Vernon uh, finally forced me to watch it. We <laughs> watched it. And you could see... It, it was almost like they shot it in sequence, mm-hmm. and you could see them as the movie's progressing. <sighs> we need more Conan. We need more. We need more Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. We need more Arnold. You could almost see it, mm. and it was just it. It yeah. And I, you know what? I whatever. I don't know what to say. She was awful. Well, we got nowhere I, to go but up from there, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> no, I, I actually that that I. Everything you said makes me excited it, for this project. It sounds like it's a good a good team behind it. So yeah, it sounds like it'll be in cool. the in the early days of comic fandom. Uh, Wendy Peeney would show up at comic conventions and cosplay Red Sonia. She with the, with the chain she male made bikini. a scale male okay. bikini, and it, it was yeah, it was very 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 cool. Uh, somebody I know posted a picture of her from the con this year. She no longer looks like Red Sonia, but she still got that smile. Oh. Yeah. Starting this September, Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights will feature a series of immersive interactive mages. 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 Interactive mages. <laughs> interactive mages. Interactive mages. I am a mage that only tells the truth. My brother's a mage that only tells lies. <laughs> which one is which? Oh, wait. <laughs> Stupid, stupidest speakatest. Boom. <laughs> A series of interactive mazes that will be based on the most memorable moments in Ivan Reitman's 1984 supernatural comedy, Ghostbusters. That's kind of cool. Each yeah. maze will have guests follow in the footsteps of Peter Ray, Egon, Winston as they venture through the firehouse, the New York Public Library, and the Temple of Gozer. Along the way, they'll face off an array of paranormal creatures up to and including the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. The event will be available at Universal Orlando's Resort starting September 6th and Universal Studios Hollywood on September 13th. That's the news. All I have left on these pages are red light, green lights. It's been a while. You didn't cover the out. one story that Matt would be excited about? I did. About? I started with it. It's Warhammer 40K Eisenhower. No, Top Gun Maverick was announced We at announced that wait, months ago. Almost oh, a year ago. For God's no, sakes. but the actual trailer launched A trailer, at Todd. And trailer. Tom Cruise made it a surprise appearance at Tom Comic-Con. Tom Cruise surprised clips. with an appearance. What non-news do you have to r- talk to us about? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Wow, he's so <laughs> mad he's just ending it. He's just wow. like, fuck you guys. Sure. I'm ending it. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Disappointed K. Do it. Do it. Fact check Dandy. All right. Good to talk to everybody. Maple Leaf. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> scab Matt. Scab Matt. And hey, we'll talk to you next week. You just <laughs> picked that scab. Oh. Oh. That's what happens at Comic Con. That's not news that a trailer of an upcoming movie is out. What do you mean? The, the only well, news. That, com- that Tom Cruise has made his first and only ever. Comic-Con appearance Listen. and brought clips from the movie uh, to that, show. As much as that is cool, oh. the four, Warhammer 40K one was better. Yes. Mm. Sorry. Whatever. Th- that is right. Yes. Because one, it's an actual news announcement. You're wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But, I don't know, man. You feel like okay. You, maybe, maybe Tom Cruise making his first appearance at Comic-Con, kind of news, 
yeah, but actor brings clip of movie that we know is coming out and a trailer. That's nothing new. I, I can't help but feel you've lost that love and feeling. What? He's, he's trying to make a Top Gun joke. <laughs> well, take work. me on your mighty wings tonight because... <laughs> oh, wow. Goddamn deep dive. Yeah. That is a Jesus. soundtrack deep dive. That whole thing took my breath away. Are you done playing with the boys then tonight? Here we go. <laughs> he's he's going to go through the whole lineup. Volleyball montage. <laughs> I'll get the oil. Oh. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that, Kirsten. Yeehaw! Torgo's dead! We yeah. got oil up for the volleyball <laughs> montage. <laughs> I want to see the oil. Yeah. <laughs>